Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 53. Happy 2019. Happy New Year to every single one of our listeners. Thank you for coming back and sticking with your boys. And I uh, hope you guys are ready to talk all things Aguilas de la America. Let me introduce, as always, my two co-hosts, Mr. Cowboy Dan, who is celebrating a birthday, and Mr. Christian Rosendo. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Wait, this is America podcast? I yes. thought this was a Pumas podcast. Nope. Nope. And um, with that was the end of Cowboy Dan. As we know it, we are uh, <laughs> we're officially yeah, looking for a new co-host. <laughs> no man no it's doing doing good had a great time last night i hope everybody did and see seeing that everybody made it safe too uh doing great here in texas dylan you, sh- you dylan you sound hungover i sound hungover i'm not i promise i'm not he's <laughs> <laughs> hungover guys <laughs> who are we gonna believe who are we gonna believe here is the birthday know. boy himself We'll, uh, we'll give you your birthday shout-outs towards the end of the podcast. And uh, I know everyone else is going to be saying, uh, you know, happy birthday to you as well. So, D- uh, Dylan, thank you for letting us know. Um, Christian, how's it going, man? Doing good, man. Excited excited for the new year. Um, I don't know, man. I just feel this year's going to be a great one. Did you go watch the ball drop? Wait, what happened? Did you go watch the ball drop? No. No, no. listen, listen. Real New Yorkers don't go watch the ball drop, okay? Those are all foreigners coming from out of state, out of the country. They're the ones that do that. We do not go and do that. You're out of your mind if you think I was going to do that. It was raining too yesterday, so I felt bad for everyone that was there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You learn something, you learn something every day. Yep. <laughs> you see, you saw Cowboy Dan leading the leading the countdown. Five, four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. With a mighty yeehaw at the end of the zero. Hey, mighty you're not yeehaw. wrong. You're not wrong. So, <laughs> well, we stayed away pretty long enough. Welcome back to the EY podcast with season two, episode 53. We're going to keep it going, and uh, we're very excited for us to come. A lot of great things going on with the podcast as well. A lot of things that we want to share with you guys. We are almost at 500 followers on Twitter, so we are about to give our biggest giveaway yet once we reach that number. I think we're about six people away from that. So, very, very, very close. Hopefully, next week we can start talking to you guys about that. Of course, trivia will be back next week week so make sure you guys stay tuned to that and we have so so much more news coming up ahead within the upcoming weeks and months of course a lot of new things are going to be happening so make sure you guys do follow us on twitter like i've mentioned we're going to keep you guys updated with all of that information but with that said gentlemen we have a lot to talk about we have club america news to break down and we would have hopefully have been like to talk about you know signings new players this and that but eventually it looks like our staff our uh you know our uh, boards of directors are always leaving things to the last minute as always and uh unfortunately we have no one to talk about yeah we have plenty of rumors of course we do have plenty of rumors and then of course uh we'll be talking a little bit about the ladies aguilas as well their season is about to kick off anytime as well and uh interesting enough we're not gonna be previewing a game because even though liga mickey's does kick off this weekend america gets a bye in this upcoming first round and Wait, we, do we know uh, why and we you know that's the funny thing we still don't know exactly yeah, we, why it yeah. is that america got this kind of buy situation it'd be interesting to see what uh what we can hear or what we can dig up, but um, I mean, an extra an extra week to rest, an extra week to get things prepared, and hopefully an extra week to try to get someone into the club. 
It's so easy to an advantage. Well, we'd like to, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll definitely have to wait and see. And now a lot of people will say rest, but it's funny enough that America got the you know got the extra week, but Cruz Azul didn't. And it wouldn't be a, it would be a, I mean I guess it'd be fair like the one who won the championship gets an extra week off or I don't know if there was an arrangement or an agreement before yeah, I don't hand. know. I wouldn't know. Yep. All right, gentlemen. Anything you guys want to say before we kick off the show? No. No. Everyone either. ready? Yeah, I'm You're hungover. not hungover. You I just want to clarify those rumors. <laughs> Breaking news: Dylan is not hungover. I'm not. I promise. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll we'll end this little segment here. Dylan, what was your first your first alcoholic drink? A uh, Miller Lite. A Miller Lite. Do with what you want there, uh, people. Sounds like a text thing. The, sounds like I mean, let us know what 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 should have been Dylan's first drink. Was it was he right to choose Miller Lite? He should he have gone like <laughs> you know so a different time. route. Modelo time is always the right time. Um, <laughs> Okay, Ivan. <laughs> this is completely this is completely turned into a different look. God damn. Emperor Palpatine has said Modelo. I feel so out of I, place. I'm, I'm only 20, and you guys here are talking about alcoholic beverages. Uh, well, well, you'll get there next year. You'll get there next. You mean well, this, this year, year actually? You mean this, this year? year? <laughs> well, it's still kind of you know a, a, a while's away. It's almost yeah. It's away, it's so. li- yeah. It's 12 months away. So. We'll have to wait and see about that. All right. All right. We completely, completely got off topic here. So it's nice to know that we're still the same, even though. You guys, you guys drink alcohol. I drink this. this nice. I don't even drink that. It's Coke. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, man. It, we're going off topic again, but fun fact <laughs> Fun fact about me. Today marks nine years without a, without a soda in my life. Let's look at that. Congratulations, my man. That is hard because I just had like a glass yeah. of soda before the show started. So, <laughs> actually, the only problem is I should really stop drinking soda, but that's for personal reasons. But you know, whatever. <laughs> You're like, if it's gonna, if something's gonna take me, but it's gonna be the can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well. Let's go into what people actually want to talk about and want to hear, and that's America news. So, gentlemen, um, we left off the season on a very high note. We're going to be talking about perspectives going into this new clausura, uh, what is realistically the objectives, what we think the objective should be, and at the end, we'll kind of give our prediction as to where we see this club, uh, you know, six, seven months' time from now. So... We left, like I said, on a high note. We beat Cruz Azul in the final, stamped on that nice, shiny 13th title star on the, on our history book. And now we are kind of in this kind of twilight zone in where the team kind of feels a bit bland. You, you, you don't really see any improvements because there hasn't been any signings. You've seen some players leave, which questions you how much depth this squad really has at this point. Mm-hmm. And with all the things surrounding player rumors, like the likes of, you know, Diego Linus, of course, uh, Cecilio Dominguez, you know, the whole the Renato ones have died off a little bit, but um, and then you see teams around you that have structured uh, their their teams very well. I mean, you have to give to give it up to Chivas. You know, they've made some pretty decent signings. Uh, Cruz Azul, as soon as they lost that final, went on to uh, you know recruit more players, and then they look like an even stronger team now. You know, Monterrey acquiring a couple of good players. 
Pachuca. I mean Pachuca as well. It's 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 it makes you wonder what is America doing? Why is it taking so long? Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been the story for a while now. What you think? This kind of happened last season too, and then I think the season previous to that one. Um, like I think we were talking about it before we went live. It's just we kind of wait things to the last minute. And I think we wouldn't have a problem with it if, you know, we brought names like, you know, Falcao or Carlos Baca. But, you know, when you give us uh, players like, uh, no disrespect, but players like Insaralde and you made us wait this much time, you know, it, it's a little bit frustrating. Don't you ever disrespect that man. <laughs> he was the reason we won that 13th title. I will, I, <laughs> I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. Um, but uh, no, I, I think you're right. I think um, I think this this the, America is like a college student at its at his at their peak, waiting till the last second to turn everything in. Right. Yes. I mean, at it look, you know, travel a year back time from now, and we were on the same situation as who are we gonna get? What are we gonna do? And I think this whole rumor of Jeremy Menace coming in. We got Jeremy Menace, but how long did it take to get Jeremy? You know, it took like what, those jornadas to get him and then he couldn't even be with the team right away because he needed to adapt and train. So it took him another two weeks to get into into the team. So it's 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 frustrating that we're gonna have to wait now, possibly till the tercera for cuarta jornada to finally get a player in. Cause it looks like this is the same path we're going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, just, it makes me kind of wonder, you know, does the board, you know, um, I mean, like, like you said, too, you know, it's been the same path. We're seeing the same pattern. And I know you said a lot, Ivan. It's just whenever it gets that time, the pressure is getting on the transfer windows closing. America just buying to buy. But, you know, I wonder if the board still has the same faith in this team going forward and the faith in Piojo, too, to potentially lose to another title in, in this Glasuda. And that's great. You can have as much faith as you want in this team, but this team can only go so far next season. If I, pro- I promise you that if this season America makes no acquisitions whatsoever, we best we can do is probably get into the league, and that's about it. I don't yeah. see it going any further. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. And you can't do that. You can't do that as 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 a team who just won a championship. Your obligation now is to go and compete. And secure that title, right? You want to be campeonato. That's the goal. That's the objective. You want to win year after year after year, season after season after season. So at this point, you have to kind of see, okay, I just won the title from last season. Now my rivals have, you know, kind of reforzándose. They've gotten better players. They've gotten ultimately probably better at playing. So now you need to do the same thing. You need to acquire. You need to build. You need to grow. You need to become a better team. Mm -hmm. And... I think America has actually done the opposite right now. I think with the loss of Joe Corona, with Insal Rulde gone, you know, with Pedro Arce leaving, yeah, those probably weren't the biggest three heavy hitter names, but guess what? Now you've lost depth. And that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing. Dylan, we talked about this last year. Depth was an important factor to what we wanted to see in America. And uh, we didn't have that last clausura. We got it this apertura. And that's one of the main reasons why we did become champions because we got that depth. Um, and, and now I fear for the team and exactly as to what they could do without some of these players, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. it's, it's, it's really just seeing, you know, you're seeing, uh, more news and rumors of people leaving than really somebody coming in at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, that's hey, just the scary part too. 
And you know what? Let's start off there. Let's start addressing some of the rumors of players that have been linked to America. Um, obviously, the biggest name that was sounding was uh, Nico Castillo, right? Mm-hmm. He was probably the one that sounded the biggest and, and the one that sounded like maybe that was perfectly going to happen um, recently. Before that was Mauro Boselli, right? Mauro Boselli was like, oh, like a 93% secured. And what happened? I mean, it's it's it still hasn't happened and doesn't even look like he's going to happen. Um, and then you have someone like Funes Mori, who I think all of us agreed would be a great addition to the team. But again, it looks like that was all just smokes and mirrors. Nothing was actually concrete there. And now you're in the same situation where some of these names are starting to sound again, the likes of, you know, Radamel Falcao, which I think is far-fetched. I don't, I don't see that man leaving Monaco anytime soon. Um, you know, as poor as that se- their season may be, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's ready to leave Europe and come come down here to Mexico. Um, and then you have a player like Baca. You know, I haven't followed it with him, and I don't know how you know Villarreal are doing right now. But it, you know, I I again another player that I highly doubt would come to America at this point. And Nico Castillo sounds like a very viable option only because he's not getting the minutes in uh, Benfica and he knows the league, he knows how to play, and he looks like a striker that Pio Jorera would u- utilize, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've had a player uh, who was the, the number nine. Was he the number nine? Or I can't remember what number he was for River Plate. Oh, um, um, Borre? Yeah, Borre. Borre. Uh-huh. The Colombian. Borre, the Colombian, yes. Um, he was a big name that was sounding, and then yeah. that was only for like a day, yeah. and then it all died out for that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, I, I can keep naming you players, but there's, though I think the one that's there's two players that probably have sounded heavy within the past couple of weeks, and that's Mairo Boselli or uh, Nico Castillo. Mm-hmm. And at this point, at this time of recording, we have yet to we have yet to have an official signing for America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you, you see all these names being linked, and to me, that that's kind of what the skate part is. Whenever you're mentioning all these names, all these players, you know, you're getting these rumors, and all of a sudden, it just kind of dies out. But and then every season, though. Yeah, yeah, it's the mm-hmm. it's the same every season, but it's just like this club doesn't see that they're keeping this pattern going, and they're waiting too long for mm-hmm. to bring the players in to adapt into the to the altitude and to the yeah. style of of the league, and that's the problem too. And then that's whenever people will start to criticize some of the players whenever they're not producing like the way they want them to produce because you know they they have they have little time to really adapt. Um, I think I think we can go back and look at the Clausura whenever Mendes started playing too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's just um, it's just it's very challenging whenever you have them come in at the start of the season instead of instead of in preseason. No, yeah, and America didn't really have a preseason; they had one friendly, and that's about it. Well, yeah. I mean, you really don't get a preseason in between. Oh, yeah. So there's no, there's that, but but still though, the altitude is a big part, especially in Mexico City. You know, uh, where we see reports and uh and players saying that you know it's it's uh, it's hard to adjust to it when when you first get there. So you do need a little bit more, uh, a little bit of time for your body to get used to it. And like Dylan said, you know, maybe that's the re- the main reason why players don't perform at the early, at the start of the season, and you know, fans start criticizing them early. So if I'm getting if if I'm hearing correct, we're all saying that we should just bring Darwin Quintero back. I mean, yeah. No. I mean, we <laughs> had a, we had the chance to bring Osmar Mares back, but we didn't. And I'm very upset about that. But the, so now here's my question to you guys: 
was is America's best option is is buying within the league instead of trying to buy out of you know someone outside you know like a foreigner from a different league because I mean as uh yeah you can buy someone from the league and they still have to adapt to the altitude but at least they've adapted to the league already you know right. in in that sense which I think which is why we really wanted Funes Mori because we thought and great have, he was just yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Obviously, Cavita Rodriguez was linked to us, but I mean, that was only for smokes and mirrors. I think for the Cruz Azul deal to go, to kind of actually go through, and and they were pushing for for a little bit more cash. Um, but it, but you make a great point right there. It's some of these some of these teams, example like Cruz Azul, who we mentioned, who let's face it, they've had a great transfer market. You know, a summer transfer market, a winter transfer market, but they were smart and they did the right thing. They bought in the league they didn't go outside you know with the exception of one mls player you know every, everyone else was from you know within the league and and that means that they're going to be adapted to how the league works you know the schedule and all that stuff and it's just adapting them to the altitude which i mean at this point i, I would imagine they'd be up and ready to go by the latest the third jornada but if america was to do the same thing at this point yeah uh, you know yeah, you could probably argue that they'd be ready around the same time because of the whole, you know, one week break. But I, I mean, at this point, you're, you're cutting it too close. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it just sucks because you know there are some good players in the in the Liga MX that you know would I think would fit well with with our club. But um, I think this um this tenacity, I guess, of you know getting good foreigners um kind of be, been like. A recurring thing for us you know we're all every every window we're always linked with like a big name a big signing and i guess that's what the club's trying to go for i'm, I'm not really too sure but you know okay so let, let's break it down here let's let's go position by position and see where we need reinforcements and whether or not we need depth in that department okay, okay. so in goal i don't think we need anyone right we what got marche marche can do the job and jimenez Marche's, uh i was can, thinking maybe we can get you know the likes of like Navarrete or someone back, you know. You know Navarrete, me... is, Navarrete is, do, is is saving the world one mistake at a time around around Mexico. Oh, let him man. let him enjoy his time. Oh, let, let, okay, okay, that's fine. I guess I guess Marche will do. I mean, he's nowhere near Navarrete, but you know, he got be. his. He dyed his hair. Was it platinum or? Yeah, so did Edson, Edson did it too. Uh, does that mean we have to do that now? Uh, I not. mean. And no, Dylan, I, you you have to if if the if the players are doing it, you know what? No, you, I I I got my I got my birthmark back here already, dude. I think that's good enough. No, we, you know what? Next week we gotta come out <laughs> platinum, gold, whatever that color is. Oh, we, wait, we gotta come guys, out and do that. Yo, um, I can't make it next week. Why? Um, I don't know. Something just came up. Something just came up on my phone. I. I can't make it next week. I'm sorry. You guys are too scared to dye your hair. Unbelievable. You won't even do it for the pride of the shirt. Whatever. So I'm going to have to talk to you guys after the pod. But um, in goal, we have Marche. No no doubt about that. We're secured in that department. Yes. Let's keep and we have safe. Jimenez in, as backup. Now, in the right back position, Paolo Aguilar, we would imagine if he stays fit and he's healthy, then no, no need. You know, and then... Worst case scenario, you put George Sanchez there and you can play Luis yeah. Reyes on the left back position. Center backs, I think for the first time in a long time, I think we're good. I think we're yeah. good. I don't think we need to get anything else. I think we're we've established ourselves pretty decently. Um, and I'm okay alternating with, you know, Edson or something, you know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I agree. in the defense, I think we, we're, we're good. We're solid. Left back, you got Georgie and you got Luis Reyes. No doubt, we're we're pretty we're pretty good in that department as well. Mm-hmm. Now in the midfield is where things start to get a little bit tricky. Now you would have imagined that after the game Edson had, you most likely might see him in that role again, which means you probably see Mateo Suribe get pushed up to that cam position because we saw him kind of strive in that spot. And so now my question is, who can come in and fill a center defensive mid-spot? You know, because you had Joe Corona who could fit in, no problem. Now you don't. Now we're getting Paredes back from, you know, Portland. Well, I didn't really see him this season, but uh, yeah, he's Yeah, uh, I really didn't follow him either. He, it, it doesn't sound like he had a breakout year. Yeah, I didn't right? know we had somebody on loan at Portland. Yeah, where have you been, man? Just following the team that we have. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, but then you have to take in consideration as well that now we, he's a foreign player. He's not Mexican, you know, like Joe was, or at least, you know, Joe counted as Mexican. Mm-hmm. And then you move on to the winger spots. You have players like Cecilio Dominguez, Ibarguen, fine. You know, if one of them gets offloaded, then we'd have an issue. Then you have Ibarra and Diego Lainez. Diego Lainez most likely might leave. If he doesn't, then that that's good for the team as well. Um, and then up top, you have Oriol Peralta and Roger Martinez and Henry Martin. Mm-hmm. I think I think you either need to bring in a big name that can substitute any one of those last you know strikers, or you need to bring in more depth for the midfield. Right, or you can use the cantera. You know, we, that, that, okay. So at that point, do you feel safe? We highly praise Tony Lopez for playing yeah. a winger position. Let's just say Linus gets offloaded. You know, you have, you know, Tony Lopez that, you know, maybe have a few minutes here and there, test the waters a little bit. Let's see what he has. Um, I guess. And me, me and Ivan talked about Ivan Moreno, too. Oh, Ivan Moreno. Yeah, there you go. That's another yeah. one. Uh, what's his other name? Clemente, I think. Jose Clemente. I think he plays in more more like center center mid position. Yeah, he's, so, he plays that holding. He plays that holding spot. Yeah, mm-hmm, there you go. And then Cordova is back too. Oh yeah, that, that's a, had a decent season at Necaxa. Yeah, yeah, he had a great start to the season. Then a little bit died off a little bit towards the mid and the end. But nevertheless, though, it was a pretty decent showing at Necaxa. I think it was just, it's just you. you we want to see a big name. Yeah, right. We're promised a big name. Whether we're gonna have him. I mean, oh, also well, don't forget. I think we're missing something very important. Who who's French and comes back this season? Yeah, you have Jeremy Menes coming back into the picture, which is going to be kind of like having a signing, but but and he plays that camp position where you just talked about Uribe playing. So yeah, there's going to be you know there's going to be good internal competition, which is great, but I feel like we we need. Two signings, one being a striker, the other one being a midfielder, a center midfielder. Yes. Yes. If 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 we get a striker, I feel like we need to sh- uh, ship one off. I'm gonna be real honest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're not gonna but, play and four strikers. I mean, what what yeah. was the big rumor of Henry leaving for Atlas? Yeah, for Atlas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then the club said no. But it's died off. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's that's just that's just one of the problems that's gonna occur. If we do get a nine and nobody leaves. Yeah. 
Because let's let's face it, there's gonna be there's gonna be frustration in that spot because of competition. And then you gotta ask yourself, depending on who comes in, oh, what's the order gonna be in? You have Oribe as our captain, you know, you gotta ask, you know, does he does how how does that fit in? Because I, I think we're gonna see that four, two, three, one again. But where does Oribe fit into that? Did we pass the captain's armband off to um Paul then? Or, or we're gonna start Oribe and just keep our big signing on the bench? And then what? The one what we could do after that, besides the fact that we got Roger on two years for a loan. Yeah, I mean, theoretically speaking, there would be enough games for everyone to go around, thinking that we have Copa Mekis as well, and seeing as how that's probably one of going to be one of the strong objectives this season as well. Um, right. I mean, but, but you wouldn't want your big signing to just play Copa Mekis games, and you know you're not gonna have Roger only play Copa Mekis games. You know, everyone's going to want to play the league games. Yeah, you know, exactly. Copa, Copa Mekis games are are good, you know, until you get maybe the first round of the, the bracket the bracket play, and then after that you can play your, your main team. But for the most part, it's pretty much going to be, you know, like, you know, um, like bench players getting getting the minutes. And, and let's face it too. I mean, we're we're forgetting one thing, but we still got to we still got to complete that role with uh, what what is the U twenty players getting a certain amount of minutes? Oh, I think yeah. it's a, yeah. I think it's a thousand minutes this this Glasudo now. That's true. That's true. We we also have to comply with that. Um, so both league and Copa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I, but like like I just said, I don't think Copa will be a problem because you know the group stage matches are I guess meant for that. So that shouldn't be a problem. It's the league that's the problem, though. It would be interesting to see what happens. But like we said, there's a big hot mess down there in America, whether or not we'll get a signing by this week. I highly doubt it. Um, I would want to say expect a signing by next week. It needs to happen this week, but I'm, I totally agree with you, though. It will happen probably next week, and he won't be ready till like, Hornada 5, and the time he gets used to the thing, he'll be ready by maybe Hornada 8, 9. And, you know, you're done with half of the season already, which is and frustrating. That's, and, and that's a cruel, <clears throat> cruel reality of, of yeah. America right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just we can't we just can't seem to get, um, you know, our, our 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 ducks lined in a row. You know, yeah. we, we, mm-hmm. even though we were champions, we still look like a hot mess. And I was just about to say that it's kind of weird. We're having this conversation if you know, we are the reigning champions. But, you know, who's not having this issue? Our the ladies, girls. the girls. Yeah, the girls. They, our ladies. Did they like three signings already? They yeah, have. three signings. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal that the ladies have gotten themselves even more ready. And yeah. we 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 said we said last year that we were gonna focus more on the ladies, and we were gonna try to keep our word to that to this day. So now we're gonna branch over just quickly and talk about the ladies because I think this is a this is a good realization of what the ladies are. The ladies knew that they went into that final not heavy favorites with these additional signings and with the players that they already have. Some of them coming back, you know, after not seeing you know game time because of the you know World Cup and all that stuff. Now you're gonna see an America side more, you know, more aggressive and and possibly even stronger and can possibly match the likes of Tigres now. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think good. that was, a, I think that's important because yeah, you came out champions, but were you the favorite? No. Mm-hmm. And so now you want to do the same. Now you want to become champions knowing that you were the favorite, right? 
So I think that was a, that was a smart move on their end. They got the job done. They got their reinforcements, and I would imagine the, the transfer window just like the men's is probably not the easiest or the or the best when it comes to January. But you know, ultimately, it, it seems like it's it's a good move and it's a good direction for our ladies. Yeah, actually, actually, I'm I'm checking right now. They have actually made four signings so far. They I, I know I know they let six players walk, and they made four signings so far. So pretty much almost a match for match, you know, yeah. or what what they let go. Mm-hmm. And you want and and if you're gonna be doing that, if you're gonna let go for, you're gonna bring in for, then you know yeah. that you have to bring in better what you let than what you let go. Mm-hmm. That makes no mm-hmm. sense, right? Bringing in someone that's you know not as good as who you just let let go. Right, right, right. Yeah, and and, and two, we had the the biggest scare, which I don't think I think um, I don't know what happened. I think but it's passed. We, I, yeah, think I think it's past it. I think it was just the other innocent kind of joke. She can't do that. For those of you who didn't do don't know what we're talking about, Lucero had uh, it was leaked that she was going to leave America, and then of course us being a huge Lucero fans, uh, were very worried. Uh, but we knew that if she did leave, hopefully it was going to be for Europe. I guess right. that that was the only thing that would have made it all right. Correct. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, that, that would have. players prosper. Exactly. But um, it looks like she's staying for now. I don't uh, – she's kind of like a Diego Lina situation. If she keeps doing what she's doing, um, I, I don't see how many can keep a hold of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah I definitely agree. Oh, and I just I just want to – I just want to correct. I was looking to make sure that it was three signings, but I said it was four. It actually is three. I, I, lo- I looked at the wrong one. It was a happy birthday to one of the girls. well happy birthday to her so but yes three signings for the lady side which is very good you have the names uh yeah right here uh one of them is oh gosh i don't know if i can say that samantha arellano is one Mm -hmm. of them the next one is elicia santos Mm -hmm. the last one is vivian michelle michelle Okay. Okay. Three, three, three decent names right there. Um, I'd expect one of them to come out and kind of break into the first team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, what you hope. Possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. Uh, I was looking, snooping on Twitter, and everyone was very excited about that last signing. What was her name? Viviana. Mitchell. Yeah, she, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everyone was very excited about her. There were uh, there were some highlight highlight clips of her. You know, she seems like a very fast player, uh, very quick on the ball, smart movement. You know, uh, seems like a player everyone's interested to see. Now, I'm interested to see how these ladies start playing because I don't want them to play the way they played the Ligia side of things, where they hoofed the ball up, they played long ball, they were very indirect with some of their gameplay. You know, whenever they they score, they just seem to sit back and drop and let the opponents come at them and then they would get them on the counter, which worked, but I, it's very ugly to see. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's it's not the prettiest of football. It's a very it's very snatch and grab, which um I think for the players and for the quality of, of, of you know ladies that we have, they have more to offer than what the coach is having them play. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully it was just, you know, a matter of, you know, we're still adapting, we're still learning. And now hopefully this could be the season where we can see them actually flourish, you know, on the pitch at in all aspects, you know, not just the title, but, you know, 
go out there, win the clausura, and be like, yeah, these ladies deserved it by by all means necessary. Uh-huh. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely too. Especially that final. Whenever we watch the the second leg against Tigres, I mean, it's just you know you, you see that long ball and you see Lucero just chasing it down, and that was that was kind of the frustrating part. I mean, like it just seemed at times you know she get it done, but you know whenever there's four players around you, you just can't do it every time, and it just seemed like it was her just do, just in the attack most of the time. No, yeah, no, yeah, indeed. Well, we'll talk a little about the ladies later on in the show, but uh, let's go back to the men's side of things, and let's talk about uh, two players that have been heavily rumored to leave the club. One of them, of course, being the biggest name, Diego Linus. Gentlemen, a lot of people want to know what we think about this kid. A lot of people want to know whether we think he's going to leave, if he should leave, uh, if America's doing the right thing, holding off for more money. It looks like Ajax has come in with a very decent offer and um it, it, it looks like america's holding off just to get a little bit more cash uh is is this the right move or we do we just look like we're just needy for money what what, what do you guys what's your guys' take on this when you guys hear diego Linus is on the verge of moving to europe but america has still yet to receive a good offer in their eyes you want you want to start dylan you go ahead Okay. Let me let me hear what you got to say before I oh, before okay. I yeah. okay, Mister Cowboy Dan. Um, <laughs> I like how there is a very 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 um, good interest coming from Ajax in Diego Linus. Uh, it shows that you know the the world sees his promise, the world sees his talent, what he's got. You know, it's not just us America fans. You know, overrating him because you know. He has proven time and time again that he has the talent. Um, the last thing I read about the transfer was uh, Ajax offered twelve million, and plus a percentage of um, I I don't know if I read it correctly, but I think it was a percentage of money if he gets sold to another club and then America gets it. Kind of like what they're doing with Chucky Lozano and PSV. If PSV sells Chucky Lozano, then Pachuca gets some money as well. I think America trying to do the same thing because they I think they know. That Diego Lines will be worth more than twelve million some someday in the future, so they want some some of some of the cash. Um, and if that's the case, I think that's a good deal. Um, and I think America should take it. If they don't go through with this deal, then that just look very bad on America's part. Because essentially, okay. it's, it's kind of like holding him back when you know you know there's real serious interest from a really good club that knows how to develop young talent okay dylan diego linus leaving yeah okay i want this kid to go to europe no doubt about it is right now the good time i don't necessarily think so it's the middle of the season in europe uh you know it's going to be hard to adapt to the team. Well, I mean, I think the team has already, there's been some rumors from Ajax actually that they're going to sell off some players to make room for him. Cause I think that's how bad they want him. So, I mean, you know, just, just how it, however it goes, you know, it's the way it is. Um, if I'm going to be real honest, I really do think that America is just being money hungry more than anything for, for um, Linus's transfer. Um, I do like this idea though, of, you know, having the, the sell on fee if Linus is sold after Ajax, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, let's just let's just be honest. You know, if Christian brought it up, you know, 
about Chuki Lozano. Um, I think Pachuca set the perfect example. I mean, they could have got a lot more out of Chuki Lozano, but they didn't because they saw his potential. They knew this was the right move for him to go. And let's just be honest, he could have got sold to another club in Mexico for more money, but they didn't. And, you know, this is something that a lot of people in the Liga Mekis English community have preached, you know. They won't see players go to Europe. You know, they, you know, it's just that the bar starts so high for so many players sometimes. You know, it's just that, you know, that the clubs in Europe don't want to pay that much and then they end up getting sold here in Mexico still. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm happy for him. You know, that's something that he's always wanted. I think that's what every young Mexican player thinks about. Uh, whenever, whenever they're going through the cantera, you know, playing in Europe, that's a big dream of theirs, you know. So if he wants to fulfill that dream, you know, go right ahead. But right now in the middle of the season, it's just kind of iffy for me. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Okay. Both of you make some very good, very good key points here. This is my question, though. How much did Chuka Lozano go for? I don't remember now. Was it nine? No. I'd, I'm pretty sure it was more than 12. Was it more than 12? I want to say that it was more than twelve. Now, yes, I I, I agree with the with the two of you. America's being money hungry here, but here's my question: Why 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 can't they be money hungry in this situation? Think of it as an as numbers and 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 trying to you know kind of protect your asset. Diego Linus is probably your your golden you know your golden ticket. You know it's your golden goose. If you're trying to establish yourself as a club and as a business, your most profitable player, you cannot lose. You cannot lose within within that aspect. I don't think it's. I don't think America's being unreal with what they want, and I don't think they're being, you know, unfair to Ajax. I think they're being very very fair. I think they're saying, you know, you want Diego Linus, pay up the twelve million, give us a buy buy on clause, and he's all yours. You know, it was ten. All right, so he went for 10. He, like, you know, Pachuca could have easily gotten 12 to 14. Exactly. They let him go. Okay, yeah, exactly. but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. But, that's Pachuca's but no. way of dealing with the situation. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And, going about it. And, and I see where you're going, but th- but that's what I'm saying. Like, pe- people in the community, people in the community preach that, that you know, uh, uh, you know, they need to, re- they need to realize the actual, uh, cost and trying to try to come to an agreement with this year with the european clubs and that whenever they don't because they're so stubborn about it that's whenever they don't get sold and that's what pachuca did it's just seemed like pachuca set the standard and like nobody else wants to follow it now so you're saying lose out on your best player just for this for the well-being of his growth linus is our best player i mean just, just how you look at it i mean yeah you're really gonna say linus is our best player tell me tell me who's Ooh, who's at that same age at, at the team right now and, and is better than Linus? Well, nobody, but you can't say Linus is Club America's best player, though. No, I'm not saying, he, is, I'm saying he's our best player in, in regards to potential and the best oh, player that well, we can probably get most the most money out of. Right, yes. You're right, but you can't – but you just you just said it, though. Lozano was Achuca's best player. Yeah, so, you know it's yeah, but that's Pachuca's that's Pachuca's you know decision to let him go for that amount of money. But it's I'm a just good saying deal, though, because they're getting they're going to get even more money when he gets sold to another club. 
Yeah, they get a percentage so, of that. And that's what Ad and that's what America wants. And if Ajax, you know, it's up to Ajax now to see if they they will want one accepted or not. Which, in my opinion, I think is a really good deal. You get him now, and you have to pay us all, you know, a little bit more money when if you decide to sell him in the future, everybody wins. I just think America is doing the right thing in in trying to get a reasonable amount of money because at the end of the day, they they got to keep their books. They got to you know, they oh, they got stuff to do. Yeah, and I. I want to see him go. I want to see Linus go. I think his time would better be in the summer. But if Ajax really is, is willing to offload players and is willing to make room for him, then, you know, pay up a little bit of extra cash. Because, look, at the end of the day, they could go f- if they go for a Diego Linus in Europe, they're going to pay $20 million. They're going to put, you know, 20 to $30 million. Mm-hmm. You know, as inflated as that market is over there, you're going to tell me that Diego Linus at $12 million isn't a steal? I mean, today's Ooh, market I mean- is... I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but but you know, you, you but you go back and look at the history and stuff like that. You know, um, yeah, you've seen you've seen uh big names go to Europe too, but not not for I mean, not for like loads of like twenty twenty million or over fifteen million like you do coming out of Argentina and Brazil though. Okay, no, but why why do we have to subject to Argentina and Brazil standards? No, no, if- no, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying to do that, but that's that's what I'm saying. You know, we, we've seen it with with Chico Lozano, we've seen it with uh, Eric Gutierrez too. I mean, I mean, PSV wanted wanted a loan because they didn't have the money to buy them, but but they, but but Chico kept holding off on it. They wanted they rather have they rather have kept kept uh, Eric Gutierrez, and then after they after PSV qualified for Champions League, that's whenever they made made the official move and bought them. I mean, I mean, okay, because to me, to me, it's just the cantares between Pachuca and America are different too. Um, you know, uh, I think, I think, you know, Ilvin Lozano was more of their golden boy, and Eric Gutierrez was, and there's no doubt too that there's probably more players and and for Pachuca that are coming up to the ranks right now. And I mean, like, when's the last person you know that really had talent that we let go to Europe was was Jimenez, and now you're seeing it with Linus now too. Okay, look, I'm just saying, Liga Mekis should not subject themselves to that's the the same kind of standards of just selling for a decent number instead of actually getting a good number. I mean, if Diego Linus came out of a Portuguese team from the Portuguese cantera and moved to Spain. Easily could have paid what twenty million. But that, I mean, but, I'll give oh, you a perfect example. Look for Justin Martins came out of Sporting Lisbon, the Cantera, at the age of what 20, 22. 22 Atlético Madrid bought him for thirty five million. Thirty five million for Justin. Justin's not even a big time name. All right, bought him for thirty five million. You're telling me Diego Line is the biggest name in youth. In Mexico, can't go for twelve million to thirteen million. You just said it though. In Mexico, you know, um, yeah, Mexicans don't have the best track record when it comes to European players. Name me, name me five good players that have maybe come back in the in the last in the last three years. Five the players. last three years, the last five three, players, five players. See, you're you're thinking. It, you think, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not supposed to be like that. You know, you have you have players coming out of Brazil, Argentina, Colombia like this, you know, because they have they have had a decent track record in the in the past, you know. So I guess Europe is like, you know, a little bit, you know, they see Mexico as a, you know, 60 or 60, 40 that, you know, it's not going to it's going to turn out bad. 
or you know 70 30 you know that 30 percent the good 70 being the bad it's a big risk when they buy talent from mexico and you know maybe 12 million is the best they can do for right now okay but you tell me you look at the Landis and you've seen uh well, in our eyes yes for me, yeah. no, like, not just our eyes. The whole the whole community says he's the biggest thing. Yeah, out right. of Mexico. Yeah, right. In Mexican eyes, I meant. Okay, Mexican, but you see, we believe we believe fifteen, seventeen million is a perfect deal, perfect price for Diego Linus. But you go, you talk to someone in and I don't know in Europe and England. Oh yeah, nice lad. You know, sell eight million, nine million tops. That I don't know. that that's just how it is right now in this current market, and it sucks because there is. A lot of good talent in Mexico, you know, that you know hasn't reached, you know, the global stage. It's just uh it's just bad, you know, that Mexico has and, this bad chat record and, in Europe. And and let's let's be honest. Okay, we yeah, we let Raul go. We we let Diego Reyes go. But did they really, really reach what they thought that they could reach with not their Diego respective clubs? Not Diego Reyes. I mean, I think it's arguable for Raul now, especially what he's doing with, with uh, Wolves. But whenever he first went to Atletico and then moved on to Benfica, I mean, can you really say that? Yeah, no. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so it's a slippery slope, but I no, feel yeah. like America it, holding off for a little bit more cash is not the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the no. world. It's just, you know, if the deal falls, you know, it's just going to be like, like, it's gonna, uh, it's gonna come, it's gonna come back, and it's gonna, it's gonna reflect on us saying that why, why didn't America let him go for, 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 uh, for to go off and do bigger, better things? Just, well, that's just my opinion. But let me play double advocates here and be on Ivan's side now. If America does hold out and Linus has an stellar year again, now America has the right to demand twenty million, and you know, then it's gonna be Ajax that lost out of the deal. You know what? I should have accepted the ten or eleven million that America was putting up. That's what I'm saying. Like is. If we this is the summer transfer window, then we're having a different conversation. Yeah, but yeah. This no, is the, no doubt. This is the winter. This is January. If it falls right. out, it falls out. Whatever. You you have another six months in America. You probably are gonna get called up to the Gold Cup. You're probably gonna you know light up the tournament, and then you're probably gonna have more than enough reasons to say you know what this kid's worth as much money as we intended but, him. Let's let's do this again. This season, you know, Diego Linus had playing time but not as much as we anticipated him to have let's exactly. say let's say we do go get out a new a new winger uh, a new striker you know menace is back when he was playing cam you know Linus can't play there okay that's fine we'll put him back to the winger but wait Ibarguin's having a stellar season now why would take him out and not about to do nothing about things where do you place Linus you know so Linus doesn't, doesn't get more minutes you know and your and clubs are like well you know I'm not seeing much of him so I guess 10 million will do and America won't get better than that. And then that's when America loses out. You know what? We should have accepted the 12 million that Azure's was willing to put in. That's on Diego Lennon's fault if he can't if he can secure uh, a starting 11 spot. Right, but then it's the close fault too, because you know, they should have just sold them there here and there and got the No, money. look, if, if, if no, the but, but falls. If, no, but no, but let's be honest too. You gotta admit Diego Linus was benched a couple of times because he got too big headed. And the same thing goes for Edson out of this too. They both got big headed within the season at least a couple of times. I, I'm pretty sure of it, and I think even Piojo even admitted on, on La Ultima Palabra too that that's why he benched them. We didn't see them for as sometimes because they got too big headed. Yeah, but now you, what's the one thing we've said always about Diego Landis, especially after that the sit down, he's come out and he's he's got his his head on straight, his feet on the ground, 
and he's done everything to work his way up. And look, he got himself a start in the final, was a crucial, crucial part of the team in the Ligia run into the final. So now, I mean, you can't even argue that he shouldn't even start. Piojo can't even argue that he shouldn't even start. Right. So, I mean, he would he needs to start. And what the little bit of game time he had against Santos, he had, he had a great game in the preseason. And so it it looks like he's gonna be starter if he's if he stays. You know, if he stays, then I could easily see him being a starter. And it's gonna be up to him to continue to hold on to that starting spot because if he put, keeps performing the way he's performing. There's no reason why Piojo would would let him go or mm-hmm. or bench him. Right. It's as simple as that. If the kid stays, the kid has to continue to perform and earn his spot. Because if he does, if he really wants to go to Europe, then it's gonna be on him to continue to perform and be like, all right, I gotta show them that I'm worth the money. Because he is. Everyone knows he's worth the money. He even mm-hmm. knows it himself. It's just you gotta produce it, my man. And then of course with the upcoming, you know, summer tournament for Mexico. It's gonna be more than more than enough reason as, uh, for him to kind of you know perform as well and, and you know raise his price tag. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying at this point, at, just because it's January, at this point it's the perfect situation. Whether Diego goes or he doesn't, it's a win-win for America. In a it's sense, really yes. It. In a sense, yes, yes. When you sell him for the for the money you want him, then okay, mm-hmm. you, you got your money. If you don't, then you keep a great, amazing player for another six months, and you know that at the end of the day, at summer comes, then yeah, ship him out. I mean, I mean, okay, I mean, like you bring up the gold cup, but I mean, like I know it sounds stupid, and people probably get to like be like, "Why would I think that?" But what are the chances of him getting called up, really? Every. I mean, there's a great chance. I mean, the the chance is there still. Yeah, he's gonna get called up no matter what. I wouldn't say no matter what, but there's a good 90% chance that he can get called up. The only problem is because I see a lot of, I don't know, man. I have a whole different view of the national team, and I don't know if everyone agrees with me, but I'm all for, you know, keeping Guardado, Chicharo, Layun, all of them just don't even, they, they wouldn't even smell the national team. You know, bringing guys like, like Diego Linus, like Alvarado, I'm all for those players to get the gold cup. But, you know, what's going to happen is sponsors are going to start talking, you know, they're going to overrule the coach, and, you know, we're going to bring back players like Guardado, like you, and then she said, you know, and there's not going to be many spots for kids like Landis and Alvarado. And then that's when maybe the new coach will be like, well, you know, I really don't need him if I have these players. So, you know, we'll, 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 we'll let him sit this one out. That's why I don't I mean, think it's a, that's why I don't think it's a de- definitive, uh, definitive call-up for Diego Landis. I think out of all the players in Mexico, I think he's the only one that breaks into that roster. Him and Piojo Alvarado are probably the only two names that would definitely get on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree, but I don't know. I just I just think it to me. I just think it's stupid how he went with the U twenty whenever he could have been with the with the last four friendlies. Yeah, but I mean year. now, now I don't even think Piojo would let him go to the U twenties. You know, because I think now at this point he's too big of a name for the actual Mexican national team that they would be like, nope, and why risk it? Well, but yeah, that's Diego Linus. I think we spent enough time on him. It's that's just Diego Linus. It's such a big topic. This this transfer window, that you know, it's. I, I think it was worth the time that we gave him. So I think at the end of the day, uh, 
here at the podcast, we can agree we're, to disagree on yeah, Diego Linus as well. That's for sure. But um, but we'll keep you guys updated if anything does come come avail. But I think last comments. I think I think I'm with you, Ivan. I think um I am with you that whatever happens this window, it's a win for for America. It's just I don't know. I I just feel like it just you know this uh this stereotype of Mexican clubs being you know money greedy. You know it's just continuing, continuing. You know it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it just looks yeah. bad, on, especially on the on the institution like America, who is the biggest one in Mexico, shouldn't. You know, abide by these uh by these greediness that all the other clubs are setting, but then again, on the other hand, you know, it's kind of complicated because you're right. You know, the deal falls through, and we have lines for six more months, and we know this potential. We know what he can bring. We know what we he can do to help us. You know, lead us to to the B Campeonato. So, you know, it's it's hard. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of the same. I mean, I'm like I said at the beginning, I'm kind of on the fence about him going, especially like mid season. But you know, if he goes, congratulations, go do what you know what to do. But if you don't and you stay, well, I'm still happy for it for us. Definitely. Definitely. It looks like you guys agreed with me at the end of the day. Okay. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I mean at the point, you know, people love him when we disagree sometimes. Yeah. I mean we can't always agree. That's true. Then, you know, it's not a podcast, I think, in my opinion. That's true. That's true. All then. Well, we'll keep it at that. Diego Line is still a hot take, still a hot topic. We'll have to wait and see what happens on that aspect. All right, gentlemen, to close out the transfer talk, give me two names you would want to leave the America team and give me two names that you would like to see replace those two names. And go. Any one of you. Oh, shoot. I hate when you put me on the spot like this. I got to man. It's with, I, I have to keep you, you guys on your toes. Uh, Cecilio Dominguez. Twenty nineteen was gonna be easy. Okay, Cecilio Dominguez. Um, crap! Don't tell me. Crap! No, <laughs> there's too much silence in between all this, and I just like <laughs> let it refuse to get quiet because our listeners even like did did like did is it buffering or what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think everyone can agree that we, we kind of want Cecilia to leave. I think. Yeah. Okay, so Cecilia's on everyone's list. All right. Yeah, Cecilia's on everyone's list. Um, I mean, he already left. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm... No, you can't give me Joe. Oh, okay. Well, I won't give you Joe then. He left already. <laughs> yeah, he's already back if you want Yeah, I know. But, I mean, everyone else is pretty good. You know, I would say... No, I can't even say him, though. You know, he's actually been helpful this season. Is he, this is what makes it difficult because oh, I got see... it. Wait, actually, wait. No, I I know who it is. It's Henry, of course, Henry. Okay, Cecilia and Henry. Yeah. Cecilia Henry, yes. Why, why did I think so hard about that one? Yes, yeah, Cecilia Henry. Dylan, you got what? one more. I got one more. All right, I'll, sp- <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll spice it up. Oribe out. Oh, nobody's gonna like that. Nobody's gonna Oribe like that. But... Out. I was actually gonna say. <laughs> I was actually gonna say a hard take to myself. I was thinking, Oribe. And... No, no, no. He's like, I- I'd keep anyone. <laughs> I'd keep anyone. <laughs> but um, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. Now let's hear who would you bring back. And before that, our good friend uh, Miss Cari Torres, who is live from Mexico, down in her uh, in her Guanajuato, 
she uh, she says that her good friend, Mr. Tom Harrison, says, bring back Churpias. Yo, that's so, uh, that's me and Tom's guy. You know, we, we love we love Churpias. Churpias. You know what? I, I think Churpias is 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 on the same you know road uh road mission as March uh, as Marchesin as Navarrete. You know, <laughs> one mistake at a time. <laughs> one mistake at a time. Armando All right, so Cecilio and Henry. Now, give me your two names to replace them, Christian. Two names. To Wait, I got a question. I got a question. Go. Are, yeah. are, are these are these like like what we why we want one or what's been linked with the club? Either or. Yeah, because if you say what I want, I would say you know. I just want two reasonable know. names. Oh, I don't want okay, you to be okay. like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna bring Mbappe. make a time machine and bring back you know <laughs> Van Basten. <laughs> I was gonna say this being Mbappe, you know, but whatever. Um, Who was with Usman Dembele last night at uh, New Year's Eve? But that's really? neither here nor there. Go. Mm, honestly, 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 I Nico Casillo does not seem like a bad option. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The fan base is so divided on this on this player. It's literally 50-50. You know, people are saying, no, whatever, he fails in Europe. You know, he can't possibly come play for us. Oh, no, he played for Pumas. He can't possibly play for us. Uh, check the history, buddy. There's been quite a few, um, you know, back and forth. Um, then the other fan bases, you know, he killed it. He killed it in Liga Mekis. Why not? He's the perfect killer that we're looking for. And, you yeah, know, exactly. he can make, make a good pair with Roger. So, you know, I wouldn't mind a Nico Casillo um, coming to... Club America now. Um, the winger position. You're stalling for time here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I am. The winger position is very hard. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of good names out there. Uh, so we'll pass it off to Dylan. Dylan, what's up, man? I'm I'm gonna go with something. You know, I don't think nobody would uh would uh uh like to hear, but I'd say we. I like to see Joker on my back. Okay. So, Joe and Nico? Yeah, Joe and Nico. Joe and Nico for you? Wow. Well, here I am, still stalling. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you out a little bit here. Ms. Caritora says, Tom has mentioned that Menes will be back and it's like a new signing because he's coming back from injury. Yeah. That's true, Cari. That is very true. Someone put Frank Ribery. Someone put Frank Ribery, our good friend Chris45. Um, some people agree with us, too. Uh, Cecilio and Henry need to go. Gary was kind of shook by the Henry Artin, Henry Martin out uh, outbreak. Um, lazy player, and you know he doesn't doesn't uh, take advantage of his chances when he gets them. I think me and Ivan can agree to that one. Uh, we've called him out many of times. He's get he gets Even Dylan. Chance. Poor Dylan was was vouching for him, and and your, his yeah. boy just didn't come through. Yeah, it's I still vouch for him. It's, but we, like he mentioned last podcast, he he's gonna make him ride the ball. You know, and, I was uh, I was all for Henry Martin, uh, Henry Martin to um, you know, stay with the club, and I was I was a fan of his. You know, even though his mistakes and it doesn't, you know, whatever, we'll give him six more months. We'll see what happens. Until I saw the second leg of the final, when I saw a thirty-four-year-old Oribe Peralta busting his behind off. More than Henry, he was just walking around, and Oribe's there killing himself. Like, 
shouldn't it be the other way around at least at least you know henry put some more effort effort into it show that you're playing a final show that you're playing for the biggest club in mexico but you're there just walking around you know taking pictures like that's that's not acceptable so you know that, that lost lost many respect for him oh that's a good name miguel Almiron. that's a that's a wonderful name look i'll tell you this much people saying joseph martinez coming to america that's never gonna happen yeah, it's never gonna happen. He's too so, he's too good in Atlanta right now. He's uh he's he's living next in Atlanta. No, you know why? He's too expensive. I the you, Atlanta probably won thirty million. Oh, I think more. 35. 30, yeah. 30 to thirty five million. There is no way is gonna break the bank for for a yeah. striker. Yeah, as good as Joseph Martinez is, there's no way America goes in with a thirty five million t- as that that'd be ridiculous. I've Imagine- never Imagine this is why I keep money. saying America needs that oil money. You know, Escarga, get on it, hey, sell just, it, sell just, it to to just, someone in Dubai. Just, just have the team move to Texas. It'd be so so much easier for me. Especially if you go out west, West Texas. That's where all the oil's at, man. Nice. We need, we need, we need to just completely become an oil oil money. I mean, or can windmills, you imagine? dude, windmills. Ah, but I feel like oil is more in season right now. Like everyone's well, like, I mean, yeah, yeah, get on that oil money, you know. And and can you imagine freaking, you know, at the Azteca with like our new oil patrones, you know, with the, their oh, nice goodness. robes and everything, you know, you can't even understand <laughs> half patrones. of the. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Don't do that. Who said? Chris said sell it to Jerry Jones. Don't do that. Chris, let's just sell it to the Atlanta owners. They, oh, the blank, they, the yeah, blank. They, they, yeah, the, blink, the, yeah. Uh-huh, the, they have enough going on with Atlanta and freaking the Falcons too, no? Yeah, but listen, my man, my man breaks the bank for the Atlanta United team. Heck yeah, he it does. Breaks the bank for an Atlanta United team. You know, twenty. But look, that's what I'm saying. America needs that oil money. So I mean, can you imagine waking up one day and like the new boss hits up like Pio Herrera, like yo, we got you, my man. Yeah. Get whatever you want. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Oh, 18 million? That's it? Oh, okay, whatever. You want to give us a light day today? That's fine. Whatever. Whatever you say. Can you imagine? Can you imagine Piojo right now? Can you imagine Piojo right now? Just like he's got all this abundance of cash and he's like, you know what? Like, fuck it. I'm going for Ruben Sambuesa. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Uh, Or for someone in like the second division. Oh, dude, that'd be my worst nightmare. But actually, oh, but can you imagine? No, oh, yeah, an abundant amount of money like that with oil. You... Oh, I got the player, Carlos Vela. Okay, nice. Yeah, there you go. I respect it. Bring Charlie Candle. Okay, I like we'll, it. Yeah, we'll, that that, we'll bring that would Giovanni actually be really good. I would like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll bring Giovanni. Okay. So the boys have said it. I actually I like your pick, Dylan, bringing Joe back because I do feel like we need some depth in that department. Although I don't want specifically Joe, maybe get someone a little bit younger, someone from Pachuca and, with and the likes better. of Aguirre. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's name I can he's, get behind now. He's he's not a hundred percent there. He's not like the best player, but he looks like he's kind of growing into the league. He's growing into his position. Mm-hmm. I I like him. I like him. I think he'd be the perfect substitute for that Joe Corona role. And then who knows? You know, if Edson leaves eh, within the summer, he can easily take that spot. And, you know, we're, we're here having a different discussion. So I like him. I agree. I like him. That or Marcelo Ruiz. 
Yeah, you know, we, mm. can, only, we can only hope. But yeah. we'll have to, we'll definitely have to wait and see. But okay, gentlemen, we are going to lay off the transfer talk and we're going to wrap up this show with uh, a couple of things. But first, we have to give our yearly prediction of America. What we think, what is the proper objective to have? What is it that we want the team to have? What is going to be considered a success and what is going to be considered a failure? And I'm also going to ask you guys out for your breakout player of the season. Okay, so we ready, gentlemen? See, yes. Okay, so obviously, America, like we mentioned, coming into this reigning champions, the objective, of course, is going to be the Bicampeonato. Whether or not we'll get it, we'll have to wait and see. Of course, that all falls down into whether or not we'll get new players. But here is the big question, gentlemen. What is the reasonable expectation the board has given Piojo Herrera? What did you think? Like, he sat down with Santiago Baños and the rest of the directors and say they talked to him and they said, okay, your objective for this season is such and such. And and what is it that you think is is it that they told him? At this rate, for me, at this rate, with... <laughs> Wait, with... hold up, pause. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> you were like, <laughs> at this rate, at this rate. I was like, what? <laughs> Better, he's feeling it. It's his birthday. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, dude, I'm, that was so funny. No, no but, but, but like, seriously, but seriously, you know, at this rate, if, if we're keeping... Okay, obviously, obviously, uh, Campion is on everybody's mind, no doubt about it. On my mind too. I'll be the first to admit it. But if we're gonna, if 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 we're if we're gonna be realistic, you know, if we haven't really signed nobody, and I I I, I have no doubt we will, but if, if at this rate, you know, I really don't think it's, it's we're gonna. If we do, we're barely reach it, but. I think it's just. I think it's just. We're slowly losing out of reach of that title at this moment. So quarterfinals. Yeah, I get quarterfinals. No, nobody's gonna like that. Nobody's gonna like that. And I understand, right? Because everybody wants that. Wants that back to back. But giving giving the state of the team so far, with no new signings, it's 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 slowly out of reach so far. Hold up. We need a good signing. Don't say any signing because we can. Well, yeah. With another Insaralde, and then you know, are we really that much better to compete for the for the big campeonato? Hey, we got Insaralde, and we got a championship. I don't think those two are coincidence, okay? Okay, well, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, no doubt. I mean, but it's it's just it's just like we said at the beginning too. You know, we're we're linked heavily with with likes of Bocelli and and like and Nico Castillo. Really, those two being the most heaviest out of the rest, but. What progress have we actually really made with 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 those with those rumors and the signings and everything? Yeah, no, and then no. and then and then um, what was that other player you were telling me about, Christian? That uh, that's coming from South America. Oh, Bora. Bora? Yeah, Bora, yeah. Bora. I mean, I mean, but really, I mean, it's just we haven't really progressed, and you know, it. I mean, I'm not trying to sound scared of my rivals, but you see all these other teams making these good signings and multiple signings and where's that from us and i know mm-hmm. we've talked about that but it seems like we kind of wait to the last minute and everything but you know it's just it's just worrisome at this point and if we're going to be honest you know i think quarterfinals yeah mm-hmm. quarterfinals also, also just to piggyback off dylan you know it's not let's be honest here 
Um, the team didn't play to you know the standards that we we kind of wanted. You know, there there were a lot of games where you know we kind of you know scraped a victory or just got by a team. You know, we didn't dominate anyone besides I don't know Lobos of Bob and Veracruz, but those are given. Um, you know, and Dylan says, you know, our rivals are, and not even just our rivals, the whole league is just, it seems they're, they're getting better. And they, by judging by all the signs that they have made, they are a lot better right now. So it is kind of scary how, you know, a team like ourselves who, you know, played, played well, but not to the, to the standard that they need to play. And, you know, if we don't make any signings, we're at that standard still here who the rest of the league was right here. So it just got 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 us by to win the title. But now the league's up here and we're still down here. And, you know, it's it's not looking uh, not looking pretty for us. So I think a, a good signing or two is crucial if we want to uh, contest for that B campeonato. Okay, so at this point, as, as things stand, quarterfinals is a realistic objective for Mariga. Well, I don't think it's an objective, but it's the possibility that we might achieve only it's the quarterfinals. Okay, because I'm just saying, let's be realistic here with the team that we have right now at this moment at recording with this time, the team that we are given that's going to start the, the campaign. It's quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, yeah, quarter it's only good to get to quarterfinals, correct? Yes, quarterfinals, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's realistic. Now, uh, what we want to see and what we're going to uphold to is... The B campeonato, right? It's yes. B campeonato, nothing, but right? Yeah, every, yeah, no doubt. Year. But America's every year, though. Every year is a title, yeah. a title or a fracaso. That's that's every okay, year, now, though. Now this is where I'm going. To. My next question is: If America flunks out of the Clausura, but wins Copa Amekis, is that salvaged as a decent season? Mm, yeah, a decent season, yes. Yeah, a good season, no. It'd be borderline good season. Uh no. Oh, uh, it depends. If we crash out semifinals, then yeah, it's a good season. If we crash out quarterfinals, then it's the it's a mass season. Okay. Because right. let's be honest, Copa Mekis is not the highest priority of any team unless you're Okay. Now know, here's my no, question. No disrespect to anybody. If America does not get to the B Campeonato, if America does only make it to the quarterfinals, if America doesn't even make it to the Liga. Will people ask for Piojo's head? Yeah, and he'll, yeah, yeah. And he'll lose the head. Will he deserve it? You think You think if he does not make it to the Liga or if he get, crashes out in the quarterfinals, Piojo's gone? Yes. No. Dylan? Yes. I'm with Dylan. I don't think he goes. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, especially after delivering that championship. Mm-hmm. I think he... I think people will call for him. Yes, I think he'll be on the hot seat for the upcoming season. Yes, but he stays regardless of the mat of the matter he stays and I think it's the right it's the right move to make I, I I don't I don't think Piojo should be leaving anytime soon um it just depends on you know what squad he's given you know what squad he's formed because he, he took a while to make this team and it's whether mm-hmm. or not will they respect him in in trying to add to his squad right we'll have to wait and see but I mean I mean I mean, I mean there's you're no forgetting, you're forgetting the years Matosas gave us a, a Champions League out next season. Mohamed gave us a league title out next season. Yeah, but but the Mohamed so why, so, thing was so, different. So, so why is Piojo different though? Because he delivered us 
two titles in how many seasons he's been in charge? No, because Mohamed did it in two or one or two. two. He's good buddies with uh, Baños. Yeah, that's that's. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that though. I don't care about the team winning, and if Yohoz is not going to lead my team to win, why would I want him at the helm? Because you know he's probably the only one that could do it. And think yeah. about it. It with a January and transfer window was as tough as it is to get you know acqu- good acquisitions. You know if 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 America does not win, it's not the end of the world. It's after the apertura, after he's had a long summer to build a squad. If he can't produce, then yeah, you know it's 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 more than reasonable to start calling for him. Right, but let's not be so hypocritical because me and you were kind of you know on the fence of Piojo during the season, even with that current playing style and the current squad that he was given. Like yeah, I, said, I, was, on the fence, we, I was on the fence we, with him. We, we, but we I need never... to buy a lot of teams. And you know, thank God in the Ligia something clicked and you know we we were on form, but it wasn't the prettiest, and we can attest to that, especially looking at that first leg of the Cruz Azul uh, final. Yeah, and After. but but I knew that he wasn't leaving anywhere, and I didn't want him to leave right away either, because I thought, you know, I because I said to myself too last year, I said, if Piojo doesn't deliver the championship, things still give him the rest of the year. Yeah, you guys said that. Yeah. Soccer wise, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now he's coming to the end of the year. He won as a title. So grantedly, he's earned himself a little bit more time now. So he right. has until, you know, the end of the 20. Right. And, that, and that's why he years. said, okay, a semifinal exit and a Copa make his win. That's fine. Stay next, stay, stay another season. When you're talking about crashing out of Ligia, though, and getting and getting crashed and losing in the quarterfinals, which is, it's, it's all right, but, you know, it's quarterfinals, though. It's whatever. But see, that's bad. That's that's bad, especially when you say crashing out of, of not making the gear. You would really want a manager who can't even get you to the gear. It depends on the circumstances of the season, whether or not we had players fit. It, it, it it's all going to break down to that. But you know, obviously, no one's going to be happy. But if I'm trying to be objective about it, then yeah, possibly, possibly keep him. You know, and what but if it, he doesn't? It, and what if he doesn't win the Copa Mekis? And what if he crashes out of in quarterfinals? Then it's a failure of a season, but I don't think he goes anywhere without winning anything. No, it's not fine. coming. Not coming close. Not coming close to either. No, you stay. You stay. Okay. No, just just wanna just wanna pick your brain a little bit. Because I feel like he has now the responsibility in during the summer to really bolster up his squad, really bring us a squad that can compete. Okay, and so in the, and then the Clausura, he doesn't deliver us a title, then he walks or he stays. The Apertura or the Clausura? No, I mean, the Apertura. My, yeah, my bad. Apertura 2019. We'll deliver anything. Does he go or stay? Personally, I would want him... If if he doesn't even make it into the Ligue again, then he he has to go. Right. So now you're bringing a new manager in January. Transfer window with giving... You just said it. The transfer window is hard in January and whatever. This new manager doesn't do well in the Clausura 2019. Does he stay or go? But he has six months to adapt to himself, and then he has that summer transfer window to build his team, and then it's it's an ongoing cycle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ongoing. Yeah, I know, but it's uh, I don't know. It's it seems, it seems a little bit risky to keep Piojo again if he doesn't crack. If he doesn't do, if it's a failure season this season, it's it's kind of hard to defend him, even though he won us a title. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to defend him, and I'm not gonna say that we have to stay here and defend him. I'm right. just saying that most likely he will probably stay. 
Yeah, most likely. But I, I agree with you on that. It's just my personal view that, you know, it just doesn't seem fitting for him to stay. But I totally agree with you because, you know, be able to kill him and he'll probably stay. Yeah. You were saying something, though? I lost my thought. <laughs> All righty, then. Well, that got way out of um, track. Yeah, I we'll go to. We're talking yeah, about how to do that, too. We'll go because yeah. we're bringing in oil money. That's why. Damn, oil money. We'll have to talk about that on a different part. But, yes, yeah, oil money is the future for America. All right. Well, gentlemen, give me your um, – Give me a realistic. Uh, what do you think America is going to end up at the end of the clausura after 17 games? What position of the table do you see America being at? Third. Uh, a certain position, or like we could say like top five or something. Certain position. I think uh, second or third. Okay. I give him. I give him. I give him a third, third or fourth. Third or fourth. I'm going third place too. Mm-hmm. Third place, okay. So we all agree that we make Ligia. Where does America make it? Mm, in Ligia, as of right now, right now, mm-hmm. probably semifinals. Yeah, I'd say they scraped scraped into the semifinals. You just said it's scraped into semifinals. Yeah, that's a bad. I think we scrape all the way to the final, and depending on how that game goes, maybe we win it, maybe we don't. Wait, interesting. Why do you guys say scrape? Because, uh, give, because give, I... given this team, given this team, and depending on if if Linus goes or not, I mean, let's be honest. Depending on the, what the team we have right now, I mean, it's just how it is. We don't know how this team's going to come out and play until we see them play. I mean, we 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 could be getting the same inconsistent that we inconsistency that we've gotten on Apandura, or we can get a consistent team. I mean, I mean, uh, it's it's just kind of hard. It's just a little hard to say right now. It, we. It goes back to that, you know. We never knew which America we were gonna get week in, week out, and yeah. so it's gonna. It, it, that's the same. That's the same mindset you have going into this Glass Huda Is which team are you gonna get? You you seen some players leave. There's rumors of players leaving, and you don't know what's gonna happen by the by the time the season starts, and you know by the time the window's closed. Okay. Yep. Definitely. Alrighty then. So, just plain and simple. Plain and simple, deep down in your heart, by May. Simple yes or no. Does America lift the 14th title? Uh, by heart? By heart. Nah, oh, man. It's just so hard because I don't know the current squad. That's the problem. See, if you say by heart, your heart wants to say yes, but your gut's yeah, going to tell you maybe. Yeah, yeah your heart, heart's going to tell my you. My heart yes. tells me that America will win every single year. That's just my heart, though. <laughs> You know, it's, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you guys and say, oh, yeah, every year I don't think I'm going to win because I do think everything, every year I'm going to win. But looking at the current squad at this date of January 1st, 2019, knowing Bioho, knowing the current squad, knowing players that are leaving, knowing players that are definite coming in, America does not live the 14th as of right now. Okay, so that's a no, Dylan. I have to say, no to as much as no, nobody's gonna like to hear that. Yeah, I have to say no because I'm going because, maybe because because you can't, you can't go maybe you, you just said yes or I no. How are you gonna go maybe? <laughs> I'm the host. I'm the host. I can do a maybe on my end. 
See, I mean, not necessarily. Okay, yeah, so I'll go maybe too then. Okay, maybe we yeah, Maybe, yeah, we'll yeah, all okay, go maybe. maybe. We'll live, yeah, maybe we'll look there. There we go. No, I mean, see, but, but see, here, here's the here's the key part to this season, in my opinion, for Piojo, is how much does Piojo learn from the Apertura? How much does he learn? How much does he go back and reflect and realize all the wrongs and all the times that we've criticized them on the pod when it comes down to it being the substitutions, whether it comes down to being the tactics, whether it comes down to being adapting mid-game, you know, that that's going to be key for him and his squad. The whole clausura is how does he how does he learn from those mistakes and learn from himself going forward into this, into this season? No, I, I think that's important for you to point that out. And, and hopefully he has learned. Hopefully he has. And um, we'll see. We'll definitely, definitely see. But uh, yeah, I think we're the only. I don't. What other podcast is so negative about their team that just won a title a couple of weeks ago <laughs> and is already bashing them because you know, without know, even the season starting? This is what I'm saying though about the, the the whole team. We didn't play that. We didn't play to the standards that we know we can. We didn't play with and consistency, that, and that's why we're so uncertain about everything that will happen in the future. And that's why I think I'm. That's why I'm so uncertain on Bioho being the coach because I don't know. I don't know what philosophies you guys have or how do you see football. But for me, the coach has a lot to do with how the team plays, and if the coach should be the most responsible one uh, in terms of no play style. So if Bioho's the one. You know, giving out that play style, and we're playing scrappy, just getting by teams, not dominating opponents that we should be, not having consistency, like Dylan says. You know, who is it? Who, whose fault is it? At the who 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 has to take responsibility? Yeah, obviously. the players too. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the players too, but it'll fall back on the coach though, and I guess yeah. that's why everyone's so uncertain about our team because we don't know what we're gonna get. Well, that's gonna be the word of the year. Wait, all of 2019. And Dylan, and, uh, Dylan, Ivan, what do we always say about the formation? We don't know what, what's going to happen because it's a Piojo thing. It's so uncertain. For the Ligia, yes. But for the season, I think we pretty much had a 4 4 1 1 situation. I think that was a given. Until, the Ligia was a completely curveball. Until, until we found out that Oribe wasn't playing second striker. It took us a while to, like, oh shit, wait, hold on. What he was playing behind, not you know, next to it. So it's weird. No, yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, where we have like, it's, it's not like we can even dissect anything this upcoming weekend. We we'll just have to be hopeful. We will oh, keep yeah, an eye on how things go because it'd be interesting. It'd be the interesting to see how the league mm-hmm. starts off. The whole league's gonna be watching the team. We're gonna yeah. be like, well, it'd be interesting. Be interesting, but like we said, we'll have to wait and see. So, gentlemen, with that said, I think we're we're expecting for the worst to happen. Is 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 what we're saying. We're prepared for the worst, yet we're still hopeful for the best. I mean, that's yeah. You wouldn't want to, but I mean, that's just that's the situation. That's our, yeah, it's our the situation. Yeah. Damn. Like someone probably listening to this is gonna be listening to this podcast. Like, can't wait to hear it out. These guys are gonna hype up the season. I can't wait. All these great <laughs> things are gonna happen. And at the end of the podcast, gonna be like, damn. You know what? I don't even want America to play this year you anymore. Know what? No, I honestly, I honestly think, and I swear to everything, if we had announced a signing, a good signing, this podcast is completely different. 
Yeah, there's like, a, from a whole different start to start to finish, it's all completely different. But you know what? Let's let's end on a high note here because we're coming to the end of the podcast here. Let's end on a high note. The ladies, give me your objective for the season. What do you think? The what's realistic for the ladies? Finals. Mm, yeah, final should be a final. Yeah, a final. Cause, okay. Because if I if I go look back and look at the look at the players that they let go, I don't think I'm not trying to be mean, but I don't think they're necessarily had like that big impact on the team like all these other players were. Yeah. So Definitely. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really. Uh, I have to go look back and check, but I really don't think we really lost anybody that was like real important to the squad. Like come yeah, off you the didn't, bench you, or started. You didn't lose yeah, a big name. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then um, oh, I forgot her name already. We mentioned her earlier that we brought in to the team. Oh, Viviana. Michel? Yeah, Viviana. Yeah, yeah. With her, with her coming to the team too. I mean, it's it's uh, it just bolsters us. It's just yeah, just it's just that depth. That depth is there now, and so like you're really. Projecting going for that back to back now for the ladies, which would be iconic and never done. So, exactly. ladies, we love you, and as always, as always, every morning that they play, don't forget hashtag Lady Aguilas. We're with them a hundred percent of the way. So, ladies, we will be in your full support, and hopefully, they can bring home the title, and hopefully, the men can follow in their footsteps as well. We have a long season to go. I mean, a long season ago. Oh, it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions. It's going to be a lot of ups. It looks like we're already projecting a lot of downs. <laughs> um, but you know what? We're here for the long haul. So thank you for everyone for joining us out on our first podcast. And happy anniversary to the Eagle Eye podcast because tomorrow will be officially a year under the Eagle Eye podcast name that me, Dylan, and Christian have been doing this. Christian, not so much a year, but has uh, tagged along for the long haul as well. Dylan, can you believe it? A year already under the Eagle Eye podcast. I know, man. I know. It's it's been great. It's been a hell of a ride so far. And it's we got so much phenomenal. more to come. And if you guys don't know already, we uh well, what can I say? We have a new look to the podcast. Oh, a yeah. new face to the logo. Mm-hmm. Uh people seem to have liked it. Oh man, it was the best feeling. Uh, looking at the tweet that you sent out, I haven't seen so many great comments, so many likes and retweets. It's, you know, it feels good that you know the hard work that we put into this uh, this decision uh, paid off. And you know what? I don't even. <laughs> this logo wasn't even gonna happen. <laughs> oh yeah, we're um, having such a difficulty with it. Yeah. Um, so, but luckily, thankfully, everything worked out, and we got us a new logo for all of you guys to enjoy. This was new designs phenomenal, too. and new designs as well. Uh, we had a little bit of technical difficulties with that, but also um, the podcast will be transitioning into a new kind of format. But that's for later on in the season. When it continue, you guys are still gonna see our pretty faces like this. But uh, just letting you guys know, big things are coming. Big, big things are coming. And in regards to that, gentlemen, we're three followers away from 500, which means we'll be able to announce that big, big, big giveaway that we've been projecting for a while now. Don't forget, Trivia is coming back next week as well, so make sure you guys are ready for that. Uh, Me and Dylan are going to do our best to try to stay away from the negative points. I, I, I uh, I, I think we should be fine. No, Dylan? I hope so. You think so? For me, at least. Yeah, that's true. That is completely complete. I want to go out and buy a Google Home Mini just for that same reason. <laughs> 
But uh, gentlemen, we've come to the end, but it's the beginning of so, so much to come. 2019, I hope everyone is, uh, starts off on the right foot. Uh, nothing but blessings to you and your family. If you're listening to this through iTunes, thank you for staying and listening. If you're listening on SoundCloud as well, thank you for the long listen. We didn't project it to be this long, but sometimes these things happen. We'll try to keep it around the one hour mark, though, for the upcoming season. And we have a new and, time. Uh, and we have a new time. That's correct. You guys will find us here on Tuesdays now, permanently Tuesdays. But it won't be 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. Pacific time. It will be 7 p.m. Yes, prime time. 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 central, and of course 10 Eastern. So it's gonna be uh, it's it's gonna be hopefully a really good time. It looks like the chat was uh, you know blowing up. So we, that, that's what we love. We enjoy having you guys on here, and. Uh, can't wait to have uh have more of more of these conversations with you. Also, before we leave, we want to wish our very own cowboy Dan the most happiest of birthdays. I hope you've enjoyed your day, my man. I hope you've enjoyed it, had fun with it. Again, you guys have to give him the biggest thank you because this podcast would not even be alive if it wasn't for Dylan himself. So, Dylan, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for uh for everything you've done for the community for the podcast for myself included you know you've become one of my closest friends uh you know happy birthday brother enjoy it and can't wait to see what the future has in store for us yeah yeah no thank you thank you everybody and not just my birthday it's a new year so happy new year everybody happy new years to everyone year. may god bless all of you and may god bless this podcast and with that said gentlemen anything else before we want to wrap up the show um, no, I don't think so. Just um, just big big things. Hopefully, big things, big uh, positive things happening happen to all of us this year. And you know, let's let's make this year great. Let's make it unforgettable. Let's make it amazing, gentlemen. My last thought is, um, if you are listening, the people who want to buy Manchester United, go and buy America instead. You know, it's it's, it's gonna be a lot much better. It's probably gonna be just a couple of billions. Uh, cheaper and uh, you know we, we we really want that oil money you know yeah, yeah oil money time oil money time maybe mm-hmm. all right well that's it for your eagle eye boys don't forget uh the mixtape will be out sometime short this year as well that's always on our uh on our short list to do we we really got to do that uh you know we got about two tracks left to record uh we're going to try to find our our time to put it in into the studio and then of course you guys will have those uh those bars out in the street so, all right, gentlemen, with that said, have yourselves a wonderful night. Dylan's going to be working on his beatboxing once we hang up <laughs> and uh, hopefully produce and, and perform live one of these days. Okay. Well, as always, enjoy yourselves. We'll be back next week. As always, follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter. We're so, so close at Eagle iPod. And with that said, have a good night. And as always, Arriba la America.